the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report for Thursday, March 30th. Earth. Earth. Yeah. 30 Earth. Show number 274. Scott Hammer, Ron Miller coming at you live uh, on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter from the John Young Racing, Racing for First Responders, Dave Kemmer Studio. And uh, I was working so hard to get this camera working, and then I wasn't using it. So there, now it is. Technical difficulties this morning. So, uh, I think it fixed itself, Scott. It, somehow, I just kept starting it and stopping it, and then eventually it starts working. Crazy stuff. Uh, on the show tonight, we're going to be, uh, be speaking to uh, the Great Lakes Super Sprints Multiple series owner, promoter, he does everything, jack of all trades. He's uh, running races at I-96. Mr. wonder if he sells hot dogs, too. <laughs> He's probably working in the concession stand, uh, doing a little bit of everything. So we'll talk to him here in just a couple minutes. Uh, first, got to mention DCR Graphics, who just came on board this month. Um, locally owned and operated. They got. Uh, there's still time to do wraps uh, for your car. I mean, and if Mother Nature keeps going like she is, uh you probably have until like June to get a full wrap done, unfortunately. Mother Nature has not been kind, Scott. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, full wrap starting at just $350. They do individual graphics. Uh, you just need a number. They can do that. Uh, anything you need, if you can think of it, uh, they can do it. They uh, even will do the design for you and everything. So uh, call or text DCR Graphics at 419 308 9523. You can also check them out on Facebook at facebook.com slash DCR graphics. And they made that that car that's uh, right there in the TV there. And I, I made the Ron Miller side facing that, that I saw camera. That. That's why I was working so hard to get that camera to work so you could see the car. Yeah, well, uh, I, I saw it when I came into the studio. <laughs> oh, okay. I was impressed. <laughs> Uh, contact Freeze Frame Photos for all your racing photo needs. Uh, they haven't been real busy this year yet either with uh, racing photos. So uh, if you still... They've got a lot of old photos, though. They do. History. But they also do not just racing. They can do senior photos, too, if you haven't gotten those taken yet. Really? Yeah. You mean they could take my picture? Yes, that, I, too. I, I'm a qualified that's, senior, dude. That, that, too. That's exactly what I meant. Yeah. Um. Get a get a picture of Grandpa, and uh, everything will be good. They can, and then he can put it on uh, on those tumblers and kids cups and water bottles. Uh, your face could be on all kinds of items. On a Yeti, it, probably something similar to a Yeti, if not in right. a, a real Yeti. But yeah, uh, contact Freeze Frame Photos. Uh, call Charlie actually four one nine four seven six nine nine seven eight. Freeze Frame Photos. Special moments frozen in time. And Oakshade Raceway, where the fastest meet to race, oakshaderaceway.com has that full schedule. Uh, as it stands now, there are some changes. I, I did speak with, with Pam uh, this morning. Not necessarily changes, but uh, additions, I guess we could say. But wait, there's more? Special events uh, that uh, may be happening. There's some work going on behind the scenes. And, uh, yeah, so work continues there. But as of right now, the schedule is at oakshaderaceway.com, and you can keep up to date by following them on uh, social media or at oakshaderaceway.com. Season opener again, scheduled for Saturday, April 29th. And hopefully the weather will uh, cooperate with us. Yeah. Also, thanks to Big D's. They got a new food item they just mentioned today. We'll talk about that More? a little bit later. Yeah, that's a tease. Uh, Ron Miller Race Cars and Headhunter, Headhunters Barber Studio and Salon in Perrysburg. Uh, real quick, our racing roundup from uh, last weekend's racing action. Um uh, a little bit racing roundup just a little bit of action uh not at attica though they've been rained out again and spoiler alert breaking news rained uh, rained out again they will not be starting tomorrow night either unfortunately so we'll have more details about that Uh, they pulled the plug this afternoon i think i was i thought they were actually going to give it a try but (laughs) <laughs> Looking at that forecast. Oh, it's bleak. It there's, really yeah, is. There's, there was no way it was going to happen. So I feel bad for those guys, too, with the weather not cooperating. They've got to get tired of eating hot dogs. <laughs> yeah. Take them out of the just freezer. Put them in the freezer. Just yeah. leave them there. Again? Yeah. Uh, World of Outlaw NASA Energy Drink Sprint Car Series. Uh, they did actually have some action. They were one of the few series other than NASCAR to get some action going. Talladega Short Track uh, on Friday night. Buddy Kofoid. Picking up the win. I believe Ooh. he led all the entire distance in that one. Good and then, him. yeah, 
Uh, Saturday night, it was uh, Magnolia Motor Speedway. Brad Sweet picking up the win there. NASCAR action, uh, the uh, Truck Series Saturday. Uh, all three of uh, the top NASCAR series at Circuit of the Americas. Zane Smith picking up the win in the Truck Series. I believe that was his second consecutive uh, right. Coda win. Um, Xfinity Series Saturday evening, A.J. Allmendinger picked up the win in Tyler Reddick, uh, which I thought was pretty cool, hung on for the win on Sunday. I was, glad was, to, I was glad to see Tyler win it, but, boy, I was really hoping to see Almondinger do the, the double. That would have been I, cool. I'm okay with Dinger. I like the Dinger. I know. Uh, without further ado, let's bring in this week's featured guest, Mr. Barry Marlowe. And uh, hi there, sir. How's it going? Hey, good. Good evening, Ron, Scott. Hi, Bear. <laughs> And you're you're in uh, in in Washington. What's going on in Washington? Oh, the cherry blossoms are in full bloom. I meant, so, why are you there? Is it racing related or personal related? Well, of course, all it, the above. I oh, okay. See. What uh, um, racing related things are you doing? We, in <laughs> answering emails and sending out emails to all the teams because we race in a week. Mm. But no, it's spring break. We're here with the family. So this is getting to be an annual thing. You didn't head to Florida? uh, Two years ago when I was in Utah, we stopped on top of the mountain so I could get phone coverage. Um, (laughs) But it seems like we always talk around spring break time. So now we're out here on vacation. Well, we like to interrupt your spring break. That's that's all right. So My wife said, Team thanks. <laughs> well, we'll try and keep it brief. Uh, I know you're a very, very busy man, and uh, things are about to get even busier for you here. Uh, like you said, you got the opener. That's going to be the, the first race of any of the GLSS series next weekend at Waynesfield, correct? Right. That would be non-wing and wing. Okay. And that's so, the – that's good. Go that's going to be the uh, the NRA Sprint Invaders, uh, which is also going to be known as uh, the Great Lake Super Sprint South. Correct, correct. Till we can come up with something better. <laughs> I actually kept the NRA because I figured it was known for the last twenty seven years, and it would help me kind of keep the sponsorships. And I didn't keep any sponsorships, so we're starting from scratch anyway. But uh, we'll deal with that. You know, but yeah, it's going to be Great Lakes Super Sprints South. Same rules, same payouts. So you have, uh, just so everybody else knows here, you have the Great Lakes Super Sprints uh, North, which was just previously the Great Lakes Super Sprints, and now you've added the NRA Sprint Invaders uh, for the South Division. Uh, You have the traditional sprints. uh, You have uh, lightning sprints. Um Am I missing any other series? Well, once or? again, tell our listeners what the lightning sprints are. Lightning sprints are midget frames. Uh, they're about three quarters the size, but they're the same frame that you'd see at the Chili Bowl, for instance. Um, they're on 13-inch wheels. The wing is a four four foot by four foot compared to a five foot by five foot on a full-size sprint. And they run 1,000cc motorcycle motors. Okay. Um, and we follow USAC rules. USAC does have lightning sprint rules. Um, so we have a spec right rear tire, an SP3 or an SP4. No, SP2 or an SP3, I guess. Um, I quit. They quit making fours, which is a really hard tire. But that's what they are. They're midget right. frames, um, and they're fast. You take a dry slick track, and uh, those little guys move. <laughs> I bet. So what you said, the uh, traditional sprints and uh, the, the NRAs are there. Those are the two classes in action, kicking things off next weekend. Yep. Next, next Saturday at Waynesfield. Okay. Um, and I haven't uh, formalized things with Larry. I think Lynn cook has stepped up and bumped the purse. Cause I see it posted as a 3000 win Ooh. for the non-wing. Um, and I think they've raised some of the purse for certain finishes. And I don't know exactly how that's going to work yet, but I know there's some bonuses in there and Lynn cook is helping out there. Well, uh, and yeah, I recently just found out that uh, Larry Bose is uh, the one that's going to be running Waynesfield this year. And uh, 
Uh, we're trying to get him on for our Waynesfield preview next week. I know it's, I spoke with Jerry. Jerry Keezer's probably going to be on if he's not working as well. So maybe we'll ask them the, the questions for all the details next Thursday. And hopefully Mother Nature will turn things around next week for, for everybody. Yeah, I hope so. So the good news is we don't race the 15th of April. So if we had to, we could race on the 15th. So that could be used as like a rain date weekend? out there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, and on top of uh, all your series, you uh, have decided to lease rent, uh, I don't know the exact wording, uh, of I-96 for, what, nine races this, this summer? Yes. Nine events, I should say? Yeah. Well, of course, we all know last year it was abruptly closed at mm-hmm. the end of June, and I stepped in and, and finished out the season for our races. Um and I knew there was a lot of talk. I knew Jeff was pretty well done. And I put a feeler out there to him in September before I left for the hurricanes. And I told him if it hadn't been sold by spring, I'd like to at least have eight, nine shows out there. And nope, it isn't going to open. It's going to be sold. <laughs> well, the last day of PRI, I got a phone call and he says, hey, what dates did you want? <laughs> so... Um, and that's kind of how it happened. I just really wanted to keep it going, um, and not be a asphalt plan or a junkyard. So, so far so good. Now, did I see I a fender? A, 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 did I see a couple of classes there with fenders? Yeah. You even, you even saw some, um, uh, mini wedges on there. Really? So yeah, I, I had to change my hat and Instead of just being a traveling series, I had to be a land-based track sure. promoter. So um, I'm finding I'm finding the uh, late model guys. We we've got two shows scheduled. Um, in fact, we're going to have late models there for our opener on uh, April 21st. I think it's whatever that Friday is. I think it's April 21st. Um, and I didn't realize the late models had so many challenges with tires. Yes, sir. What sizes and what brand to run. So that's been my biggest challenge. My I wanted late models there. I guess I didn't want to have to deal with a lot of politics on what tires were going to allow. But I guess that's a big deal with late models. So what'd you decide? Well, my intent was to run Hoosiers and allow them to burn off tires. I mean that. I hate to use the word burn off. I mean, we're only running late models twice. Right. Um, I, but it seems silly to me if guys have thirties to not let them run them. Um, I guess they changed them to threes and fours instead of thirties and forties. Correct. Yeah. So you would think they would add more zeros since the prices went up, but <laughs> significantly, but, um, but my intent was around loud thirties and threes. And I, I guess, the guys sometimes run forties on the right rears. And honestly, it doesn't make me any difference. I just want a good show and the cars come out. So um, there won't be any twenties or twos. That wasn't my intent. Okay. I hadn't heard anybody say they wanted twenties or twos. So again, I don't really know that much about those tires yeah i I never knew 96 to be real abrasive so i I didn't know what the the late model guys were putting in your ear pretty much everybody that's talked to me kind of wanted to run the 30s that they had left over from last year sure and said the 30s and the threes would be fine and we put out a post that that's what we're having and I had a couple guys just said, well, dang. And I tried to find out from what they wanted us to run, but I got no answers. So I don't know if they, maybe they're, maybe they're, uh, uh, American racer guys. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. I was going to say, are there American racer, uh, late model tracks up there in Michigan? Uh, oh, my goodness. Of, yeah. Of, okay. A couple That's of Thunderbird crystal. Yeah. So I, I don't know. And I don't know if there's one advantage over another, quite frankly. I see there's a big late model show down in Tennessee, isn't there, that's allowing damn near any tire. <laughs> I saw they had American racers listed, Hoosiers listed, and they had another tire I didn't recognize. 
you know, maybe so, that's the way it should be with tire prices as crazy as they are. Well, let the, let the guys decide what they want to race. I'm, I'm going to guess most of the guys in Michigan probably have American racers mounted up mm-hmm. and Hoosiers. Right. Um, I would think so. Again, doesn't really matter to me. You know, I, I, I wanted a good show and have late models out there. I didn't want to have a bunch of politics. But I don't know. Maybe I can get my car out of the trailer by then and take the you side. The, if you need help pushing it out, let t- me know. Take the sideboard off of it from New Year's Day unless I can run that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, no. Yeah, no, I don't think so. <laughs> so that opener at, at I-96 is uh, April 21st, and... That's along with the Great Lake Super Sprints and mini wedges, and you got. And that's it. I mean, that's really going to be our first show of the year, and I'm not changing the prices. You know, it's it's going to be fifteen dollars for admission, and I figured the late models and the wings. I know we'll have a good turnout for wings. You know, we'll probably have thirty-five to forty cars, so I figured that's good enough for us to get our feet on the ground. I'd rather have people there, have them headed home at 10 30 and get the season started off right now you we're we're talking about late model tires but uh what's the tire situation for for the sprints in your series um for the wings we've always been a medium right rear so uh the only thing i have available at this point are the new mediums which really it's a it's from a new mold they they've develop new molds. I think they've been using the same mold for 35, 40 years. Um, <clears throat> and they, they might have bi-directional, so you could turn them around, which the guys were doing already anyway, but right. now the tires are such that you could do that. Um, supposedly the compound's the same. <clears throat> now left rears, I call them hybrids. Um, supposedly the compounds have been changed. They call them a 12A. Um, and there's really only one compound available to us and that it's that new hybrid. It's available in a 92, a 93, a 94, and a 96, um, for stagger, but they're going to, they're going to raise a little bit more than what the H's did. The H 12s stayed kind of kept their shape where the RD 12s, the open comps would raise up like a drag tire. So when they come out of the corner, that left tire would raise up so they could shoot down the front stretch. So you're not dragging, so you're not dragging a tire down a straightaway, but you've got the stagger in the corner. Correct. Correct. Mm -hmm. Well, the new hybrid is kind of a cross between both of those. So it's going to raise a little bit more than the H. Well, it's going to raise a little bit, which the H didn't, but it's not going to raise as much as the open comps did. But I like it because that's the only choice we have. And, that's, and as far as everybody running on the same tire, that's really probably what matters. But so 92s, the chalk marks, most of our guys like to run 11 to 13 inches of stagger. Um, 12 inches is usually a, a happy medium. And the medium tires that I got from the new molds are the biggest tires I've seen for right rears in two years. Last year, we were getting chalk marks around 108, uh, 107 and three quarters even at the end of the season. So the guys were having a real hard time getting that stagger. But the first ones I opened up were getting 109 and a half, 109 and three quarters. So they're substantially bigger. Yeah, um, that uh, the tires at the end of the season always tend to, to shrink down a little. I don't know how that yeah, works. but I guess they get cold maybe. Yeah. <laughs> is, is there a burn-off period for uh, the old tires? Um not really with me because I, I don't really dictate what the, they need to run a medium right rear. Okay. So they run the medium right rear. I don't really care what they run on the left. All I, like I've told the guys, I did put in one email that there's going to be a burn off and I got about 30 emails back because, well, I've got a bunch of tires and then I had to retract that because I don't really care. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a burn off because I don't care what they run on the left. So um, I just wanted to make sure they understood that I can't get open comp tires anymore. So they're all going to be the new left rears. Okay. So there isn't really a burn off 
because we aren't dictating, you know, it isn't like the all-stars saying they got to run the new tire. Cause I see a lot of guys having fire sales dumping all their tires. They had mounted up because they can't run them, but we're not doing that. It, it seems silly to me. We're trying to save guys some money too. We've talked to quite a few people from tracks. How concerned are you about the economy this year? Well, I'm always concerned about the economy and, but I can't say I'm any more nervous. I mean, I think COVID actually brought out a lot of new fans to the tracks and I didn't see a lot of fall off last year. Um, and if being here on vacation in Washington, DC and Gettysburg and seeing all the people spending their money is any indication people have money they want to spend. Um, so I think people are going to stay at the local tracks. I, I don't think I'm that worried about that, but I'm always worried about every race. <laughs> As a regional promoter, I think you're probably in good shape. Uh, some of the series that are crisscrossing the country, mm-hmm. uh, I'm concerned. Yeah, we're, I mean, if you look at the non-wing, for instance, we have 25 races. Um, we're coming down to Northwest Ohio. And a lot of that's because there's a lot of non-wing guys in Northwest Ohio. In fact, Waynesfield, that used to be a regular weekly class. Absolutely. And I just felt, you know, with us running at Butler and Hartford 996 and Crystal, those aren't that far tracks for the guys in Northwest Ohio or Northern Indiana. And when you really look at it, most all those races are two to three hours, you know, well, really an hour and a half to three hours. And that's kind of the yardstick I always use anyway. Sure. Um, I try really hard not to have anything out there in the five hour range. That gets to be a long time, a lot, a lot of travel. I mean, gotcha. Uh, the uh, with the new NRA, well, I, I shouldn't say new. The new to you the NRA <laughs> sprints. Uh, is there any changes uh, as far as procedures or rules for those guys, or is it pretty much business as usual? They're just now under the the GLSS blanket. Yeah, I mean, um, back in 2017, um, we had gone through and and made our rules almost identical. We had worked on rules together in 2017. So the only differences there are is the path they might have taken if they made some adjustments. Um, I haven't added anything new other than some procedures. Um, When you have problems on starts or you have problems under caution or people coming in and putting a tire on the hot pits, you know, those rules get a little longer when you have to specify things. But as far as procedures, it's business as usual. Um, most all those guys, you know, we've been going back and forth with each other anyway. So now we have one set of rules, period. But but you're going to have two champs, right? But we will have two champs. Actually, just to make it fun, we're going to have three champs. Three champs? Um, yeah, we're going to do that. There's Because uh, eventually, you know, my hope, is when we get to about 60, 55 to 60 races in one year, we will have a travel series. Um, So we'll have the North, the South, and the travel. With us being at 40 races or 41 races this year, it didn't really make a lot of sense to do that. So what we're doing is there's going to be a North champion, a South champion, and then I will award for bragging rights an overall champion. Cause I do have teams that are going to run the whole deal. So they will, we will award it, It's there's no money tied to it at this point. Um, I need to pick up more sponsors before that happens, but right now it'd be bragging, right? So we will crown three champions. I gotcha. So, so there'll be guys running both the North and the South and, and whoever's got the, the most combined points then would be that overall champion. Right. Got That's it. right. That makes That's sense. That's right. And the only the only night that we won't pay overall points is we have three races against the north and the south. So what will happen is the guys that want to go 
to the south race will go and then they'll get combined rate points and south points and the guys that go to the north race will get combined points and north points however if one of those races rains out there will not be any combined points that night that makes sense they will only get the points for whichever region they were racing in because the guys can't do that there's too much planning anymore you know if we're running at hartford and lima and lima rains out or hartford rains out midday you know those guys can't just i'm not expect them to pick up and try to run to lima so that kind of goes against what i'm trying to do anyway speaking of which how how are you how are you going to decide where you're going to be uh, on those nights where you have, uh, con- con- I wouldn't say conflicting, but uh, two events scheduled at different tracks? I'm going to be wherever I feel I need to be. I, I That's really the only answer I have. I mean, I, I've already done that with the non-wing and the lightning sprints. Um, I know everybody... And I understand that I want to be at all the races, obviously, but you can't be. Um, but if I have something going on at Lima that I really feel I need to be down there, then I'll go to Lima instead of Hartford. Or if I really need to be at Tri-City, I'll go to Tri-City and not Lima. But I'll, I, that's a that's a game day decision. It's <laughs> fair. Um, at I-96, are you going to be working in the uh, concession stand? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to put on a striped apron and a tall white hat, and I'm going to sell tamales. There okay. we go. I, <laughs> there we go. I used to be, I was in an operetta when I was in elementary school, and I can sing, you know, buy a tamale. Um, I won't do that tonight. Oh, good. <laughs> Darn. Um, <laughs> Somebody get a picture, though, of this uh, sometime this summer. <laughs> So how many how many miles do you think you're gonna end up traveling this race season? Not including your trip to Washington, that doesn't count. Yeah, Pro- probably about um, probably about twenty five thirty thousand miles. I'm gonna guess just for the racing I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I use you know so you add that to what I normally do, and I'll probably be at sixty five seventy thousand miles, but. <laughs> That's a lot of driving. Speaking of driving uh, and ice, uh, ice racing, uh, I think you, I saw you got at least one event in, the other event at yep. Houghton Lake that was uh, too warm and kind of got canceled. Yeah. How, how did... Uh, you know, yeah, we went up to St. Mary's River up at Barbo. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, uh, it's about 15, 20 minutes south of Sault Ste. Marie. It's right across from Nebish Island. Um, in fact, in some of my pictures, you can see the water was open because the, the ferry going over to Nebish Island never stopped last winter. Oh. So you can see the open water behind us. <laughs> that would have me a little worried. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, it was a little thinner than I'd like, but we had 14, 15 inches of ice. We didn't pull the haulers out there. We parked up on shore and then we, we ran out there for the racing, um, but in Saturday was a beautiful day, sunny, clear blue sky. But we tore off about four inches of ice Ooh. as the afternoon went on because it started turning to mush. So when those studs started hitting that ice, it was rutting up bad. <laughs> so it was time to get off the ice. <laughs> and now there's freighters going through there, so it's kind of it's kind of a cool thing. But um, well, we had fun, well, you know. It, it's it, it's just to get them out there. That's all. Yeah. Just the warmest winter on record. Yeah. I was going to say mother nature is just, it hasn't been cooperating with anybody dirt tracks or ice racing no. this, this year. Um, yeah. It, I, I know you've kind of been trying, you, you've been fighting to, to get that uh, going. Uh, is that a, is ice racing, the sprints on ice, whatever we want to call it. Is that something that uh, you're going to continue to try and push for in Michigan? You know what I will continue is I'll, I'll continue that river roar that we're doing up at Barbo. I I helped them get that started, and they're great hosts up there. Kuwait and Casino has been really good to us up there, and those people want sprint cars up there in the worst way, so they'll take them in the winter if they have to. Um, 
this is going to be brand new news for you, breaking on Hammer Time. Oh, oh, wait, here but we, we are actually getting a... <laughs> there you go. We're actually getting a quote right now on building a dirt track at St. Ignace. Oh, my. At the Quaden Casino property. So, um, we're just waiting for that quote to come back to us. And... Uh, they're looking at maybe doing four or five races up there a year, not all sprints. I told them, I told them that the fender cars, you know, those people would like to come over too and race. Um, but they're looking at tying it to the big events at St. Ignace, the car show the last weekend of June, um, the truck show, you know, the, all the things going on in St. Ignace. So it really would be tied to those big dates. And there's nothing much else to do, so they they'd like to put on some races on Saturday night. Well, that's pretty cool. Weekends. I just had to look yeah. up on Google Maps where that is. That's right, uh, right there at the Mackinac Bridge, isn't it? Yeah, as soon as you cross the bridge. Actually, when you cross the bridge, um, hang on a minute. Wind zip wanted me to renew. Sorry. Um, when you cross the bridge and and you make the turn to go on to Route Two, if you stay on seventy five. And you go up to the next exit where the, uh, what do they call it? Chimney Rock? Castle Rock? Castle Rock. Rock? Castle Rock. Castle Rock. That exit. It'd be at that exit. You take a right and a quick left, and it'd be up there about 200 yards on the right. Better not be so, much of a right because you'd be going splash. <laughs> uh, yeah, you would. Actually, that's just on the other side of the hill where they have the concerts um, on the bay there at the Kuwait Casino. So, so, so are, are you going to be running this track as well, or? <laughs> well, well, we'll, um, yeah. Barry, you're stuttering. <laughs> Come on, guy. Well, it'd be a special event. I mean, I told them I couldn't do more than two events myself, but, and they'd be special events on like the car show and the truck show weekends. So. Any idea when uh, that might be completed? Uh, would that be as early as well, next they year? They really want to do it for this car show, but you know, it's going to be hard pressed. Yeah. Um, one of the companies we're looking at using, or that's given us a quote, has already got all their bids to fix roads. It's actually the company that did the interchange when you come across the uh, Mackinac Bridge for Route Two. Sure, the little leaf clover there the half leaf half clover or whatever they did the construction work there and they have a lot of work to do this year personally i would rather have them get it done and then maybe do a preliminary race at the end of the sea summer like during the truck show because i think that's in september uh, i think but um and then start promoting it for next year you're planning, the weekend. You're, planning, you're planning on grandstands or uh, like drive-in theater type parking? The oh, okay. They could seat 4,000 people. They're beautiful aluminum bleachers. Oh, my. They've already done, you know, the, they usually would have like uh, the monster trucks come in there. Sure. Monster trucks, demolition derbies type of things. So they already had the property and they already had the stands. Probably and they wanted a, to bring the sprint cars up. Probably and have I a PA them, system. Uh, that's easy stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's Just easy stuff. Some dirt that's and that. some fencing and some yeah. walls. You're good to go. Yeah. They had the barriers in place. We'd raise the fence and cables, of course. But um, it's really a perfect spot. It's just, it's that real gravelly. You know, people make fun of Michigan tracks already with sand and everything. But um, I wouldn't submit anybody with these tires on that stuff. Um, not to mention you'd be throwing debris everywhere, but there's clay fortunately within about seven miles of that area, real good clay. So nice. um, that should minimize the trucking to sure. get in there. So it, it sounds like some could, things have been thought out on this. <laughs> I'm impressed. Oh yeah. Well, they still want to do demolition derbies and the monster trucks, but like I told them, you can do that. What's the track there? You know, the track is always going to be available, but you can utilize the track like the monster trucks. They can come in and use the front stretch and then turn and jump or whatever. And then you could do the demolition derby 
in the middle off the track. So um, they're liking the idea. Scott, I wonder if Barry ever sleeps or does he he just lay awake at night thinking of this stuff? Uh, um, Yeah, do you? No, no, I don't think he does. My wife is listening, so be careful. (laughs) He's on vacation. we we got to be nice. So any idea how, uh, how what the length of the track would be? Are they, you know, thinking three-eighths, half it, mile? It's going to be a small. Qu- quarter mile? It's going to be of a, it's, it's going to be between a third and a real small three-eighths. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, it might, we might actually, the big thing is I told him I wanted it to at least be about 80 feet wide. And the backstretch might have a, have an art to it like a d sure like a capital okay. d mm-hmm. um so kind of like the old manistee fairground i think manistee where they had to turn one and turn four <laughs> and turn two and three were one great big arc loop yeah i'm not saying that's what it's going to be but i mean it will have a little bit of a the back stretch will have a little bit more of an arch to it that's kind of cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. I'm assuming there's going to be some uh, Great Lakes Super Sprint shows there eventually, uh, yeah. most likely. There'll probably be all three of the groups up there. Okay. Because it's probably going to be an all sprint show initially. Well, and that's so right we'll up your alley. Lightning. So uh, you you can uh, yeah. promote that show. I think I think we can find some cars. Yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, hopefully you get some good weather. They probably got better weather up there than we're getting down here. Um, really Maybe. the weather's a little more predictable up there. I think when it's nice, it's nice. And when it's not, it's not. That makes sense. How about that? That makes sense. Um, any, uh, any big, uh, special events, uh, for, for any of the GLS, uh, GLS series, the great lakes series. I, I, well, everything's under one umbrella now, GLS, yeah, right? Right. Great lakes Prince. Okay. Um, First of all, not to not answer your question, but to me, they're all good races and they're all special races. I mean, uh, I meant like, like higher purse, like, uh, I know, I know, I knew what you were asking and I didn't want to answer it that way. (laughs) Um, you know, it's a challenge. The challenge for me is to have a points fund for all the guys, um, for all the groups. And it's a challenge for me that, uh, we still have to make up a little bit of the purses at certain tracks. Um, some tracks that we go to aren't as big as others. So uh, there's a lot of, it takes a lot of money to run these series. And uh, people don't realize having a 4,000 or 5,000 win race, what that does to the purse. You know, on any given night for GLSS, um when you have 27 to 28 cars, you're looking at a 14.5 payout um, for just that class. So to make a really big show, to me would be at least 5,000 to win. Well, now you're at, you know, and to make it look nice and feather it out for the second place and third place on down, you're looking at a $22,000. You know, you go from 14.5 to probably 22,000. And it adds up really fast. So right now I don't have anybody knocking down my door saying, Barry, I'll give you 10 grand. Let's put on a big show. Um, so, but you'd be, really you'd be purse. open to that though. If somebody did, right? I would be open okay. to that. Absolutely. But right now for what I know that I can do, we have a really good purse. I think the guys are happy with the person we have. And I, I try to be fair with them, but I don't have anything extraordinary scheduled at this point okay but if i do fall in some money after i build my wife's house <laughs> we could do that but yeah you got the point funds there's two separate point funds uh for for the north yeah. and south series uh so it's more more for the points this year well, right now yeah between the three groups the guarantee amount right now is about 50 grand spread out on the three groups um, my goal, my goal, if I pick up a couple sponsors that I'm working on, I won't know till the end of April, um, would be about a 70,000. So I'm right now, I'm about 20,000 short of what I want to be 
on the points. But I did send out an email last night to everybody and told them where we're at as of right now. Um, but my goal is to be at 70 grand for the payout for the purse or for the points. I mean, for the points. <laughs> so, mm. so by the, at the end of the, the season, hope you hope to be at that point to be able to, to yes. pay that uh, out yeah. across all three series then. Right. Uh, well, we've taken up uh, enough of your time here. Uh, let's, uh, let's focus uh, one last time again on uh, your opener coming up at uh, Waynesfield, not this weekend, but next weekend, April 8th. Uh, anything you want to say about that? No, we're looking, you know, I, I hope we have a good crowd. It's, it's the night before Easter. So hopefully everybody's home and wants to go out to the races on, on Saturday night. And I'm hoping for Larry, you know, Larry stuck his neck out, you know, and is, is going over there. I think, I think Ron Hammond is helping him and Greg, and I think it's, it's kind of all three of them are working together. And, and I think if people want to keep Waynesfield there, we need to support it. And I'm happy we're there. So I really hope we have a good turnout. How many uh, how many events do you have at Waynesfield this year? Is um, I think there are five wing shows. Okay. And four non-wing shows. Yeah, because I remember. I think two of, two of those are together. Okay. I think two, yeah. Yeah, the past few years when Shane's been running the track, it's just been a few – two or three, maybe four races this summer. And uh, right. now that Larry's uh, got it, he's got a pretty decent schedule there. I was yeah, pretty aggressive yeah. for at least a number of weekends. So hopefully that works out for him. Hopefully it works out for you. You got I-96 to deal with as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Season opener there on April 21st with the Great Lakes Super Sprints, late models, and the mini wedges. Um, is there going to be sand wedges too to eat? <laughs> no. I, you know, I got some guys from Sand Lake that would really like to bring over some of those wedges or some of those, uh, those sand dune cars. Okay. They'd really really like us to put some jumps in the middle of I-96 and come in and do a little exhibition, but there's only so many things I can handle at one time. (laughs) So, um, I don't know enough about those cars actually. So next year, maybe, you know. Yeah, next year. Next year, we'll add that on yeah, mid season, or have them put spikes on their tires. Come out with the uh, on the ice next uh, winter. Yeah, that that'd be all right. They could do that. <laughs> awesome, Barry. Always a pleasure talking to you. Good luck uh, with everything going on, and I hope you at some point you do get some sleep. Okay, thank you guys. <laughs> Thanks, Barry. Scott, thank you very much. Yeah, we'll see you, Barry. All right, thank you. Bye bye. Bye. Barry Mar Marlowe. Owner, promoter of uh, Great Lakes Half Sprints. the tracks in the Midwest. Oh, yes. <laughs> With the breaking news there of uh, a new uh, facility up there in St. Ignace. A new dirt track. That's cool. That's, we like the birth of new tracks. Yeah. That doesn't happen very often. And, and we like breaking news. And we do like breaking news. So I uh, thank Barry for that. Uh, again, uh, Great Lakes uh, Sprints. Um, follow them on Facebook. You can find the schedule uh, as well as the I-96 schedules on the I-96 uh, Facebook page. Uh, season opener, April 21st. He's got nine shows there, uh, ending with uh, a show on August 18th with the Great Lakes Super Sprints, the traditional sprints, Midwest Dirt Compact Touring Series, and Mini Wedges. And uh, He's got different different classes uh throughout the the summer almost every night is different something different i-96 yeah friday nights there so cool to see that track uh being kept alive while another one's being born yeah (laughs) got some uh pizza to give away in just a little bit speaking of pizza big d's and clyde 419-547-1444 order now or you can order online at orderbigdspizza.com check out the new country flat Country fried, country fried steak with Ooh. bacon sandwich, just six ninety nine, and Ooh. just to solve this afternoon, new crispy curly fries. Really, three ninety nine for a nice little thing of crispy curly fries. That sounds good. It's healthy. You think healthy food? Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's a big D's and Clyde. Give him a call four one nine five four seven fourteen forty four. There's always something new there, and he's got like, like every everything. week. Yeah. Uh, big D's and Clyde, big on taste, not on price, big on menu too. He's got 
It's like Big D's pizza, sandwiches, fish, um, desserts. You name it, he's got it. Bread, yeah. And pizza. And pizza, yeah. He's got good pizza, too. Imagine that. And uh, Ryan Miller Race Cars up there in Lambertville, Michigan, way up across the border. Uh, 734-856-7223. That's 856-RACE for Race Cars Parts Safety Equipment Service uh, belts. Yeah, it is. It's way... Um, you know, I, I'm really sorry about that, but there's been a major kerfuffle at the uh, at the warehouse. They, the warehouse had a significant computer issue, uh, and they have effectively been out of business since last Friday. Oh, okay. No deliveries. No. They'll be fixed by next week, right? Maybe. Fingers crossed. I th- I I checked just before I left the office, and. They said they had made major strides in overcoming the problem. Uh, everybody was still off work today, but so that's not just affecting you. That's affecting uh, every, everybody. That every distributor in, in their in their supply chain. Yeah. Uh, well, let's uh, let's talk about something a little more happy. Yeah. Latest racing news. Yay. A lot of uh, news uh, centered around uh, Toledo and Flat Rock Speedway this Boy, that's, past week. Boy, that stunned me. Well, first, before we get to the stunning part, because I don't think Ken Schrader uh, returning to compete at both Toledo and Flat Rock Speedways was that stunning. Well, that's a stunner. Is it? He enjoys it, though. That's true. Yeah, he's, uh, he's going to be at Toledo and Flat Rock on uh, Friday and Saturday, May 12th and 13th. He's going to run the school bus figure eight Friday night at Toledo, and then Saturday he's going to compete against uh, the Flat Rock regulars with uh, the exact class to be determined. So I'm guessing whatever whatever class they can get him a ride in. Is, whatever uh, ride be. he can score, yeah. Yeah, so he'll be complete, competing with the regulars there at Flat Rock on that Saturday night. Again, that's uh, May 12th and 13th. Um, well, there's one or two that could I be wonder, what surprised you, and I, it's the next I, two here. I, I wonder if Is Schrader, it Gary or Scott that surprised you? Both of them, okay. really. Um, I, I'm do you want to talk about Schrader? Yeah, um, Schrader could probably score rides in all the classes. He probably could, <laughs> and he probably would take it too. Oh boy, that'd be a full. Yeah, he's going to bring his helmet fire suit. Whatever car he's in, it's fine. Uh, it was announced uh, Tuesday that Scott Schultz, the uh, general manager of Toledo and Flat Rock Speedways, was retiring. That was a pretty shocking announcement. His uh, replacement will be uh, Brandon Hamby. Do you know Brandon at all? I do not, but me, me too. Uh, we're going to have to reach out to him for our to. Flat Rock uh, preview, uh, which will probably be, they don't start till May, so right. probably toward the end of next month. Uh, but in other news, uh, coming out of Toledo Flat Rock uh, stable, uh, Toledo Flat Rock Speedway announcer Gary Lindahl will be go- undergoing open heart surgery soon. Uh, he is in good spirits and optimistic about the uh, surgery and his recovery. So. Plans on being ready for opening night. I didn't see that. I didn't either. I'm sure he is. <laughs> I'm sure you're right. Um, well, last week we had Jimmy McCune on, right? We did. And uh, a little bit of uh, McCune-related news uh, out of the Little 500. The Little 500 Hall of Fame is pleased to announce a new sponsor has purchased the naming rights to the Little uh, Little Hall of Fame inductee plaque. The plaque is awarded to those individuals selected to be inducted into the Little 500 Hall of Fame. That's uh, Anderson Speedway in Indiana, right? Correct. Um, And that uh, award luncheon is held in May. The new sponsor is Big Jim McCune, who is the son of three-time Little 500 starting driver Irish Jim McCune and the father of 16-time starter Jimmy McCune. Um, Big big Jim McCune. and, And the grandfather to Jimbo. Big Jim uh, McCune has uh, chosen to honor the memory of his father, and the uh, new name of the inductee plaque is the Irish Jim McCune Memorial Little 500 Hall of Fame plaque. The new logo has been designed, which will be engraved into the inductee plaque beginning with the uh, three plaques for the 2023 inductees. So that's pretty cool. Great family. A lot of Jims. A lot of Jims. Uh, on Wednesday, the uh, National Motorsports Appeals Panel heard the uh, Hendrick Motorsports Appeal on the L2 penalty for those air louvers uh, found before practice at Phoenix Raceway a few weeks back. And uh, 
they did uh, end up reversing the point penalty on that. So everybody got their points back. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So that means I think I saw Alex Bowman's back in the point lead now. Just like that. I wonder I wonder ex- wonder what the backroom words were on on that, you know? Yeah, yeah it would be interesting to to to, to know. We, what, we will probably never know. The, the, only, the crew chiefs only, are still suspended and I believe the fine may have been reduced as well. I think it's 100,000 instead of 500,000 or whatever it was. Yeah, and it was it was a five race suspension. Yeah, I think it's initially four now or something. I could be wrong on that. Don't, but they're still suspended. But uh, I saw Dale Jarrett had some uh, uh, his thoughts, his opinion on the thing, and said that uh, suspending the crew chiefs isn't really a penalty because they're still involved in the war room or somewhere. You know, sure, we have video conferencing. Just because they're not at the track doesn't mean they can't be involved. Yeah, just because they're not at the track doesn't mean they're they're not making decisions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they are at the track. Uh, And finally, uh, Daniel Suarez uh, was fined $50,000 after running into Alex Bowman's car after Sunday's cup race at Circuit of the Americas. There were some ruffled feathers during that race. All those starts were just crazy it was just like let's fan out seven wide and funnel and, down to and one dive, wide dive into turn one yeah it looked it reminded me of a video game so yeah uh and i i don't know what he was mad about because i didn't get it i was kind of watching it off and on but uh it, i mean if nothing else it was entertaining for the most part yeah but i thought the race was never going to end because they kept doing the green-white checker. Green-white checker. There we go. They're wrecking again. Tires are falling apart. Oh, my goodness gracious. So uh, how about we give away, or before we give away uh, Big D's Pizza, i got to mention the Hammerdown Hotline. It is open anytime, day or night. Uh, give it a call. Uh, no calls or messages this week. Uh, 419-318-3081. So it's empty. So you call it, text it, leave a message, whatever. You'll yeah. be the first one to... Uh, be on there, and uh, we'll play it back on next week's show. And and yeah. if they forget that number, that 318-3081, um, they can find it on our Facebook page. They can find it on our web page. HammerdownRacingReport.com. There you go. We're there. Yeah. Um, and now, oh, and I haven't told you this, but uh, I have some weekend weather pit stop news. Really? Yeah. Talk, talk to Ryan Weekman this morning. Uh-oh. It's not good news. It's not good news. It's not terrible news, but uh, uh, before we get to that, uh, let's do uh, some pizza giveaways. Let's yeah. do this right here. How many? So last week's how many was how many World of Outlaw sprints were going to be at Magnolia Speedway on Saturday night. That number was 29. You picked 32. I went with 31. Uh, so I, I won that. And uh, we had a tie for our listeners. Uh, both uh, Dave LaDuke and Nancy Shanehauer both picked... Uh, 29. So we're going to have to spin the Big D's Pizza Wheel to determine tonight's winner of that uh, Big D's Pizza. Uh, so without further ado, I think we we got that on the screen there. Yep, yep. Let's give this guy a spin. That's the wrong one. Not that one. This, this one. one. Yeah. Round and round it goes. Where it stops, I think it's going to be Dave LaDuke. All right. Congratulations, Dave. There it is. Now it's official. Dave LaDuke, he is this week's winner of some Big D's pizza. You have 30 days to claim your pizza. Just get with uh, Big D's, Dean Henry, or myself, and we'll get you all hooked up. So congratulations, Dave. This week's How Many and a chance to win uh, pizza for uh, next week's show was going to be how many uh, late models are going to be at Attica tomorrow. But that answer is pretty pretty obvious, so we're not going to go with that anymore. I was going to say, and you've got to go first. I do. Yeah. And my answer would have been zero, but since uh, that isn't happening, uh, I, I'm going outside the sport because I've, I've had Attica on there as the question. So for, it's your fault for the like first, the last three weeks, the, and they keep first canceling three rainouts. Yes, uh, so I'm gonna go, we're gonna switch sports this week. Really, yeah, the Toledo Walleye hockey team has been say, doing good. Scott's a big Walleye fan. Yeah, they've been doing pretty good. They're in the playoffs, number one seed. So uh, they have three home games this week: Friday, Saturday, Sunday. How many total goals will the walleye score over the weekend? How many goals Friday plus the goals they score on Saturday plus the goals they score on Sunday? Just the walleye, not right. their competition. So if they score one goal on Friday, two goals Saturday night, and 
two more goals on Sunday night, then the winning number would be five. Now, are are these playoff games or are these? These are just, just uh, regular games. This okay, regular just season. regular season games. Yeah. Okay. Playoffs, I don't believe, start till the middle to late April. Okay. So there you go. If uh, you want a chance to win a Big D's pizza, go ahead. Put your guess in. Just put a number in the comments. And uh, wow, we <laughs> got some high scoring games. It looks like. <laughs> Uh, 12, it's like five games, uh, five goals a night, which is possible. I mean, they have scored like nine or 10 goals in a game before. So I haven't really been paying attention to how many goals they've been scoring. And I'm really stalling and trying to pick a number. So I'm going to go with 12. I'm going to be con- conservative. I think I go with 12 goals. Well, Scott, weekend. I was going to go with 10, but since you said 12, I'm going with 11. <laughs> Just to give me a gives you one more little, little buffer there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll determine uh, the winner uh, next week. Uh, we'll give you until uh, I believe the game starts at seven or seven thirty tomorrow night. So right up until game, we'll give you to seven thirty Friday night, the March thirty first Eastern time. You have until seven thirty. So if you're listening to us on the podcast on iHeartRadio or uh, Spotify or whatever, you can uh, find our Facebook Live and uh, just go in the comments and put your guess in there. And if well, you're if you're before, guessing on uh, on our on YouTube, uh, the comments have been weird on that. I've been having some issues finding the live comments, so I will look for them. But I can't guarantee if you put your uh, comment in Brian Hammer uh, on YouTube that I will be able to go back and see it later. Okay. It's a weird thing. Just, just saying. I will still accept it if I can find it. But if we miss it, then. And to our friends in Western Australia, if you want to play, you're 12 hours ahead of us. So <laughs> I don't think Big D's delivers to uh, <laughs> to Australia. Maybe I don't know, but uh, we we could uh, stretch that that three week thing. The the oh the 30 days. Yeah, I mean, we'd have to talk to Dean, but maybe yeah he might. Uh, if somebody was coming from Australia, they, they, we might be able to work something out. Yeah, uh, we got some racing action this weekend, sort of. This weekend, Big D's Pizza Racing Menu. So, uh, yeah, tomorrow night uh, was supposed to be Attica's opener. That has been canceled. If you haven't heard by now, we've uh, mentioned that most of the show. So, no racing again locally. You said this uh, this is the third week in a row uh, that that's no, been. Wasn't uh wasn't Attica using Saturday as a rain date? Not too? this weekend. Okay. This weekend nothing, but uh, we're supposed to get like Oh yeah. 50 mile an hour winds yep. and tons of rain tomorrow night into Saturday. It's just it's not good. But they were talking about some maybe some storm warnings. So. Yeah, they're well in Illinois it's supposed to be even worse and because of that uh, the World of Outlaw Case Construction late models have uh, canceled the Illinois Illinois Illini, sorry, Illini 100 at Farmer City Raceway over there in Farmer City, Illinois, uh, that was scheduled for Friday night and uh, as well as Saturday, both uh, March 31st and the April 1st. Uh, it's been canceled. The, the official wording was canceled due to forecasted dangerous winds and rain. Absolutely. So, and I, they haven't raced since February. <laughs> late models. I was looking at this, and I don't think their next thing is until uh, mid-April or something. So those guys are looking for something to do. I did see there's a, a big late model race. Uh, I believe it's at uh, Lucas Oil uh, Speedway, Stadium. whatever yeah. raceway, whatever it's called uh, down there in Missouri. I think there's a big, Wheatland. Yeah, in Wheatland, Missouri, there's a big uh, late model event going on this weekend, and which is on Flow. I think that's how I saw Ooh. it. So hopefully they get that in there. Uh, World of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Car Series. They've been a little bit uh, more lucky. Uh, they got some racing in last weekend. They have racing scheduled this weekend, the Texas Outlaw Nationals at Devil's Bowl Speedway in Mesquite, Texas. Uh, that's scheduled to take place uh, tomorrow, which is uh, Friday night and Saturday night, March 31st and April 1st. And then uh, we got some uh, NASCAR action uh, this weekend and some open wheel stuff uh upper ranks of open wheel stuff some indie car stuff uh the truck series are going to be competing in the speedycash.com 250 at texas motor speedway that'll be on saturday april 1st not that's not a joke uh at 4 30 p.m on fs1 
the Xfinity Series, uh, they have the Toyota Care 250 at Richmond Raceway on Saturday. That'll be at 1 o'clock on FS1. And uh, the Cup Series, Toyota Owners 400 at Richmond. That'll be on Sunday, April 2nd at uh, 3.30 p.m. on FS1. And uh, as I mentioned, the Open Wheel guys, the IndyCar Series, back for their second race of the season. The PPG 375 at Texas Motor Speedway. That'll be Sunday as well. Uh, uh, There'll be a support division to the trucks? No. They'll be uh, racing Sunday at (laughs) noon on NBC. I believe the trucks are supposed to be a support division for them. Yeah. But they're at uh, Texas Motor Speedway, and that's usually put, that usually produces some pretty interesting racing for the IndyCar guys. So Uh, that is uh, your. Big D's pizza racing menu for this weekend. Unfortunately, nothing nothing homegrown. We're going to go outside. Uh, and uh, I mentioned our weekend weather pit stop. Some bad, some, some bad news. Uh, Ryan Weekman is uh, with his uh, morning responsibilities. Right. They've expanded what he does, so he's not going to be able to do our weekend weather pit stop forecast on a regular basis. Maybe Ooh. some of our uh, bigger Big events uh, we can get him to do. But, uh Yeah. So, I mean, he's been doing it with for us for, what, uh, like four of the six years we've been doing the show? Yeah. So, we are looking for a new Hammerdown Racing Report meteorologist for to do the weekend weather pit stop. Pay is nothing. You get nothing. But we yeah, will. but lots of. Lots of publicity. There you go. You get. Uh, you can talk about whatever you become, want. Like become, uh, become, like Ryan talked about the WTOL weather app. Be, become a, a household name. Yeah, but uh, we prefer that you actually know a little bit about weather. Let me have to reach out to some of the other meteorologists and see if we got any other racing fan meteorologists. I, I wonder what uh, what Diane Phillips is doing. She's. Uh, on the morning with, with Ryan. You're right. I could ask him. I yeah. should have said that. What about Diane? That'd work. Okay. We'll see if we can get her. Uh, anybody else is interested, uh, get a hold of me. We'll, we'll talk about it. And we don't really need a weather pit stop for this weekend because it's er- rain. everything's rained out. So there's nothing really to talk about, unfortunately. And if you are going to watch some racing, it's probably going to be on TV, and you can be all bundled up nice and warm and dry in your house. Right? Be careful of the wind. Be careful of the wind. Yeah, the ML, MLRA late models on flow racing. That's what's going on down right. at uh, in Missouri. I believe it's tomorrow and Saturday. I'm going off memory. My memory's not so good. But uh, that's it for this edition of the uh, Hammerdown Racing Report. Thanks to associate producer Dave Kemmer, contributor John Young. Make sure to like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report. Follow us on YouTube. Uh, you can listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and, of course, you can always listen uh, as well on HammerDownRacingReport.com. Right. If you've missed any of the shows, you can catch any of them. They're all archived, all 200 and how many? 74. Oh, my. 274. Well, oh my. 273 right now, but after I do this one, it'll be 274. As so, soon as you hit the button. Yeah. Uh, rate and review us. Uh, share us with your friends. That always helps us out as well. Thanks again to our sponsors, uh, DCR Graphics, Big D's Pizza, Oakshade Raceway, Ryan Miller Race Cars, Freeze Frame Photos, Headhunters, Barber Studio, and Salon. Uh, and if you do, get out and support these guys because they, they make the show happen. This actually does cost money to do. It's not a lot. And we don't make money off, but uh, it covers our, our streaming uh, carrier's costs and, and it's nice equipment uh, that uh, we use here. Uh, I'm still trying to get some office chairs. Uh, still working on that. Uh, hopefully we can uh, keep some of these sponsors uh, like uh, DCR Graphics. Uh, i got to call them up to see if uh, they want to stay on again for another month. So yeah. Tell them Hammer Down Racing Report sent you when you, when you go uh, talk to them. And we appreciate it. Uh, thanks uh, again to Barry Marlowe. Get out uh, to Waynesfield uh, next weekend. Support the GLSS. Speaking of Waynesfield, uh, we're going to have our Waynesfield preview next week with uh, with Jerry Keezer, former former host on the show, and uh, hopefully Larry as well. If uh, Larry yeah. Bose is available, we'll get him back on and talk about uh, the move over to Waynesfield. Well, Larry normally doesn't have much going on. <laughs> he's kind of kind of like kinda Barry, Barry, Marlowe, Barry yeah. Larry. If you got Airy in your name, it must mean you're busy. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, but yeah, we'll uh, talk to him and talk about the move uh, from 
Matt Pillier over to Waynesfield and uh, and what uh, he's got planned yeah. for, for this year as well as that opener coming up next weekend. So that's it. I'd say get out and support your local track, but uh, there's nothing really to support this weekend, I guess. Save your money. Support flow. D- so that when they do open, you can go and spend lots of money there. Yeah. Deal? We'll be back next Thursday night, 7 o'clock. Uh, we'll see you then. We're out. Goodbye, all. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports-related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company, and we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today.